Welcome to Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. It's my esteemed pleasure to have on. He's an actor. He's a director. He's Dion Baia. How are you today? Good. How about you? How's everything, sir? Oh, man. Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Wait for one of these storms to roll up in here, but you know you know how that stuff is. <laughs> I know. They're on their way. Yeah, they never stop. <laughs> right on. I got you. I got you. How you doing, man? I hear you're down there in uh, sunny South Florida or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going down there next week uh, for my day job. I work at Fox News. They're doing the Patriot Awards down there. So uh, I'm currently up in the New York City area at the headquarters. I live in Westchester, so I hail from around up here, born raised in Connecticut. And uh, yeah, I'm right currently in New York City uh, at my job, Fox. How are you? I got you pretty good, pretty good, man. Sitting down here in Nashville right now, waiting for these storms that we're sending your way. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I know, exactly. But we always get them on the back end. Right you know, on, either, right either on. worse or they're, you know, or. Or not as bad. Right. Now, now I hear you. Now, by the way, I loved you uh, in uh, Stand On. You know, I thought it was a pretty cool movie. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, let me ask you a question. Were you a big fan of the old Spooky the Bandit series with Burt Reynolds and Jackie Gleason? Uh Oh, absolutely. I know it word for word. And actually, kind of how I got the job because uh, uh, Tyrus, the Fox personality uh, wrestler, right. uh, I became very close with him working at Fox. And him and I, the, how we met was we started saying Smokey and the Bandit references to each other. And then one day he said, is that a Smokey and the Bandit reference? And I said, it is. And then we were just, you know, spew back and forth different lines, very obscure lines and stuff like that. And then that's what he introduced me to uh, Mr. Schneider and how I was able to, uh, you know, get the part in the stand on it. So yes, I've been a huge Burt Reynolds fan, Smokey and the Bandit, Cannibal Run, Gator, White Lightning, uh, <laughs> geez, Hooper, uh, you know, Seamus, actually. Seamus is probably my favorite uh, Burt movie, a really old one. Even City Heat with him and Eastwood. Yeah, I'm a huge uh, Burt fan. Yeah, Burt, and that Burt, whole genre is fabulous. Burt was a dear friend of mine, so I had a fortune to work oh, with wow. him. Oh, I mean, you know, wow. But I, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, my favorite line is when I get home, I'm going to punch your mama right in the mouth. <laughs> exactly. No way, no way you could have <laughs> My loins. <laughs> the great one, Jack. Every time I hear someone say the great one, Mark Levin, or the great one, Wayne Gretzky, I say Jackie Gleason, because to me, he's the only and the original great one. With, the great without, Jackie Gleason. Without, without a doubt, Scotty Schwartz and I do the same thing that you and John do all the time. Are you and uh, Tyrus do all the time? You know, for Scotty Schwartz from the toy, we, we throw out yeah, those. Oh, go, geez, the Wonder Wheel. Please, Wonder Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. No Wonder Wheel. Or <laughs> Master Bates, is, that was, you know, he's the, he's the uh, you know, I, that was with Ned Bates. Take your pants down. And, you know, right. it's, it's exactly. Such a great movie. Exactly. So I, I love that. I love, man, I just, that, that's just fantastic. I mean, you know. And, and, and the I, funny thing, too, is how I bonded so quickly with uh, John Schneider is he is exactly like that. He he knows these movies back and forth. So uh, we bonded by just doing the same thing, too, is just throwing Smokey and the Bandit references back at each other. It was it's fabulous. So it's fun when you, you meet fans of this genre and then, you know, you actually have that shared interest. It's amazing. And, and John makes the, the Burt Reynolds drink. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, exactly. He did. That, that was his dream because I, I guess some people are starting to know now, but uh, I think his first role was he was an extra right at the end of Smokey and the Bandit. He skipped high school, went there, and uh, you know hopped the fence and said to the security, like, where's makeup? I'm late. They let him in, and then he got to hang out with Jackie Gleason all day. And then at the end of the movie, when uh, Gleason you know, steamrolls after them and loses the tire when they're going up to Boston, the tire comes off and it rolls into Schneider's shit. Uh, sh- it's him with the cowboy hat there and then with the freeze frame. So it's, it's, uh, that was his first, I guess, you know, for the acting bug, he got that there. Do you have a favorite spot real quick? Do you have a favorite, favorite scene in Smokey and the Bandit? Cause I mean, there's so many great ones, but is there a favorite spot for you? 
Um, you know, as you just said, it's like I'm repeating you. There's so many favorite yeah. parts in that movie. Probably for me, the entire sequence when Jackie pulls up with Junior, they get out of the car when, uh, you know, right before he gets his door taken off. That whole sequence where he's like, you know, who did this? The bandit, isn't it great? He's like, he ain't great. He ain't nothing. And then the, when the car when the door gets taken off and his whole exchange where I, I saw that you beeping beach, you, know, you did that on purpose. I'm going with your grade. And then, you know, and then, you know, you know, he put the evidence, put the evidence, you know, and then, then it, Junior put that evidence in the car. Yeah. And they hold on him. They don't cut. And he just goes, Ugh. like, you know, it's like, he's having such a bad day. Like, can you imagine his day to day with junior, just like getting up and, you know, his Monday through Friday with junior. So when he's in hot pursuit, it's, and then, you know, which leads back to him going to the car, put the evidence in the back, you know, that whole sequence. And, you could tell they only did it once and it's lightly raining out. It's like misting, you know? So it's just, you know, they're like, oh, we got it. Print it, check the gate. You know, this is going to be great. Yeah. When, 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 when John told me that he was doing standard, I was, I was like, dude, you know what I mean? You know, and he's such a, he like, like me, he's such a Mark for, he's such a fan for, uh, you know, Smokey and the Bandit and for Burton, you know, and you never, you never, you never get, he never gets old, man. But, um, yeah. Know, and, and it's such a rare chance to be able to do something like this, like an homage, a tribute to, to, to Smokey and the Bandit and, and the, cult fame that has generated the iconic status of that whole you know subgenre so yeah it's been very very fun i do make i do make fun though because that car went that damn fast <laughs> oh, yeah, i know exactly which one the pontiac or or his his trans am the, the trans trans am just was not that damn fast the le mans had way more power than that than that trans am did <laughs> yeah yeah exactly having to keep up with it it's, it's hilarious pontiac right. when it took right off the road <laughs> so, so now you now you're in now you're in poker run so tell us a little bit about that well, it's just exciting because it, it takes place minutes afterward. It's almost like, um, I don't know, like Halloween 2. You know, it picks up seconds later where the first one ends. You know, the first one ends with that still frame of me running after everybody. And the second one picks right up. And it's kind of an homage to Cannonball Run and Gator, Gator McCluskey. Because oh. uh, we have a big boat uh, sequence in there. And John was able to get a boat that looks pretty much like the Burt's boat. You know, How does he uh, do Gator. that, man? He, what does he got to do? Yeah, he has a boat chase and a boat jump and i'm driving a, um i'm on a uh, uh what do you call a, 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 a wave runner right. and uh and then it's basically just an homage to cannonball run but also i think it has a good heart of how needham's uh and, and you know and jerry reed of course the legend they're oh, they're my, Gator, jerry, the yeah. sequel to white lightning so it's basically just all of us get into a pot to play a poker game and we have to go to various locations to meet there to do the next see the next hand the next car then we have then we learn there where we have to go after that so that's where you get that mad mad world or rat race kind of a theme going so um it's real fun and, it, and it's it's certainly a blast you know um to, to, to have it such be a fast-paced action running around uh movie i love that you just quoted rat race i'm winning i'm winning i'm winning <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean they're all they're such classics, you know. I mean, yeah. uh, it's another story for another day. But just I'm so fed up with the entertainment nowadays, and it's fun to have. I mean, my wife and I just go back and watch all the old stuff, and that's you know new to us. We're watching Kojak and Boys to the Bottom of the Sea. I just watched Kojak the other night. I just watched Kojak the other night. It's I mean it's amazing nowadays what's in rotation on these uh, e channels. 
Um, and there's so much on. It's like, why bother with all these new modern shows and all these uh, these apps and all this stuff and the premium, pay, yeah. you know, a la carte. You know, I just, I watch the old stuff and it's free. You know, it's all new to me, so it's fabulous. Saturday night, I put Kolchak on. I'm a good man. Uh, oh, <laughs> Midnight Kolchak, The Night Stalker. I watch that whole lineup. My wife and I will sit down and watch Vinguli, which is a creature feature yep. kind of guy yep. for people who oh, don't know right. who he is. And then it goes into Star Trek into, I think it's, Buck uh, Rogers. Uh, what am I, Buck Rogers, which is amazing because it's like remastered. So it looks amazing, yeah. and uh, it's it's such a insane show. And then into uh, uh, Colchak into Lost in Space, and then I have to stay up so late to watch Voyage and um, Land of the Giants. But I'm up because like, I love Erwin Allen, so I'm up all night. Now I get such terrible sleep a Saturday night into Sunday because I just can't turn the TV off. I'm going to make envious for a minute. Bruce Reisman, a buddy of mine, he's a director. He worked with Erwin Allen, and he has one of the original sea uh, sea views. Holy poops! That's yeah, that, freaking that, amazing. That, it, it, How awesome. big is it? It's, oh, it's only about 15, 18 inches long. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Because I've seen some of them are pretty big. Some yeah, of them yeah, were yeah. like, like, a, like you know, like maybe two yards or something. It, it, or might, like, be, you it know. might be, it might be bigger. He sent me a couple pictures of it. it's really cool. But that's yeah, still that. that's so amazing. And see, and that's funny because I was getting back to you know with Poker Run. I think John must have like an evidence locker uh, of like gimmicks because he all of a sudden reaches in and boom, he's got a Trans Am. Boom, he's got a boat. I mean, this guy, I mean, and I love John, you know, and John and Alicia are awesome people and, yeah. and, and great talent. But I mean, you know, he just suddenly finds this stuff. I mean, he's got to have, he's got a deep toolbox of, of, of great toys to reach to put in these movies. Yeah, and I don't know where he gets the time either. I mean, he was, right. we, we finished Stand On It, and then what, when they were in post-production for Stand On It, he and Alicia, you know, they they, they, um, they finished the script very quickly for Poker Run, and it was just like like that, and it's just, it's amazing, you know, his knowledge of, uh, I mean, it, also it's kind of amazing to think that he's like Luke Skywalker. I mean, John Schneider, you know, Bo Duke, you know, right. since the late 70s, we've known him, he's an institution, and then when you meet him, he's such a great, down-to-earth, cool, he'll give you the shirt off of your back if you need it and right. uh, it's just and then him and I bonded because I currently live in Westchester New York and he's from about 20 minutes north right. of where I currently live right. so we joke about that before he moved down to Georgia I think when he was in high school um, but it's, it's, it's he's and then he's so personable so nice uh, in his knowledge he's a movie guy he's a film buff he's a TV so like you and I are doing we'll be talking he'll be like oh I worked with that director on Dukes or I did that or I knew <laughs> right. him or Jack Elam was in this episode or oh yeah you know I knew um, I, I, I shared a train with Fred Gwynn, you know, and I'm like, holy crap, car 54. So it's just, oh, man, you know, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just like, he, he's a wealth of information. He's yeah. a, he's really nice to work with. And, you know, I learned working at Fox news for 20 years. Like, you, you know, you a lot of famous people walk, roll through here and sometimes it's sad, you know, where if, do you want to meet them or do you not? Because you're kind of worried, you know, they right. may, it may destroy your image of them if they're not nice or whatever. And, and I've experienced that sometimes in the industry, which kind of stinks. And it's amazing that John is such a nice guy, so personal, loves all his um, his audience and all his uh, you know supporters, and it's just such a nice nice feeling to you know to be doing something like Poker Run because it's such it's so fun and it's so exciting and it really gets you going and you know it's a perfect um, uh, uh, next installment to stand on it. How do you feel about that? And, 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 and very true, you know. I mean, he's a guy you can sit there and have a sweet tea with and listen to music, yeah. or, you, or you can have a nice good drink with and, and kick back and talk movies or whatever. That's very cool. Yeah, it's, it's very true. How do you how do you like the idea that when you like when you were playing like Sunny Tea and and, and, and you know Sunny Tea necessary? I love that. I love that <laughs> shit. That, that is just great. You know, I mean. Uh, but how how did you like the idea? I mean, because 
to play a straight man like in Smoking Man, and I can't think of the actor's name, and God forgive me, I can't think of the actor's name who played uh, uh, Jackie Gleason. Junior. The play Junior. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't remember. He's in the longest yard. He's a football player. He just died uh, maybe two or three years ago, yeah. and yeah, his name escapes me too, but he's a great actor who made that transition. He was Tarzan as well. I forget his darn name. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, uh, he was a play for the Steelers, I think, if I remember right. But yeah. I mean, but I mean, but that, that's the thing. So, I mean, how, how does it feel like all of a sudden you're kind of like stepping in and kind of like, that guy's kind of shoes type deal into it. You kind of roll into that. It up. Uh, Mike Henry, by the way, was the guy's name. And, Mike uh, Henry, yes, there you are. And uh, I, I, but, I went to elementary school with Mike Henry. I should have known that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so how does it feel like when you come in and people are kind of referencing and kind of getting the idea that you're kind of like the junior of today? Well, uh, yeah, it was hard. I mean, I knew coming into it, which was great, that I'd be working with Tyrus, a friend of mine. So that we had a rapport, a relationship that would be really a lot. Like, I, I'd say maybe twenty-five to fifty percent of our interaction is just ad-libbed. I mean, the script is so tight and so good, and it gives you a framework, and we hit the the beats and the marks with stuff. But some of the stuff we get, like, and stand on it, where it's like put the evidence in the back seat, and Dad, it's hot, and I put the air on, and all you know, that's all improv. So my idea was I didn't really necessarily want to do the same thing that Henry did in the first movies because also, you know, 40 years or five, well, maybe 45 years later, right. you know, I don't know if some of that in this era, you know, I'm going to almost be playing maybe a millennial or something like that. You know, so I was trying to play him that he thinks he's smart, but he's an idiot. And then, you know, he's like, like a, you know, he's one of these people who was always on their phone or whatever, and they're not book read and they don't know anything, you know. So I tried to just play it like just like I'm an obnoxious idiot, maybe and don't even know that I'm so stupid. So I tried to do my own thing and not touch what, what Henry did because it was so good. And also, I don't know if it would, it would be hard to just do a carbon copy performance of the same thing in this day and age because it might not um, translate as well. Right. And, and, and he's referring to Tyrus, by the way, out there, the professional wrestler who was an impact TNA is Tyrus and Brodus Clay in the WWE, by the way. Just ladies, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know if you're a wrestling fan out there that that's who he's referring yeah, to. Yeah. See, he's such a nice guy. I mean, it, it was for him that I got this role. So, I mean, he's such a great guy, Tyrus. I can't say um, enough about him, how cool and awesome he is. And, you know, he was also Snoop Dogg's bodyguard for a little while. So he has all these crazy stories. You talk about this or that, you know, and it's just, you know, it's another guy who had, you could talk to him about five or six different topics or genres, you know. I love that. I love that. Now, now, real quick, what got you the acting bug bangs? I know you went to film school, I think, right? Yep. So, yes, I did. Where'd you go to film school at? Uh, I went to a place in New York called SUNY Purchase, State University of New York, and it was a film school. It was kind of like the poor man's NYU at the time. And I went there when they were still shooting film, and I got out with the idea of, you know, going into film uh, the film business. But the hardest thing they don't teach you in film school is actually how to do it. Right. And I lucked out and got into uh, cable TV, and, and then I, and, you know, I, I've kind of gotten, I've been here for, geez, it's going, I don't want to say my age, but it's going on almost 20 years, I've been just at Fox, which is fabulous, but it's my day job, and I still try to pursue, the, you know, of making movies or being in movies, and it's hard to do that while you have a 9 to 5 day job, right. or, you know, I'm, I work second shift, 2 to 10, so I'm on the prime Ooh. time shows, so what I ended up doing is I, I wrote some screenplays on the side that I was trying to get made. And then out of frustration that I couldn't get those darn things made, I, uh, I, or, or just getting them into the right hands. I turned them into books. So I published two books uh, a couple of years ago. And then that's also helped me get some exposure. And then that led to, you know, me doing some stuff on TV with Fox, uh, on Neil Cavuto show that's on at four to 5 PM Eastern time. And from there, that's generated me getting, starting to get these acting roles, which is great. Um, so it's, kind of just i'm taking the long way around um you know it's taking me 20 years to just realize what i wanted to do straight out of college <laughs> right 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 and, and that's and that's very true as i've been on all sides of those hats i know yeah. any any part of that 
they, they didn't teach any of that in school. You learn that on the job, kind of, you know, not kind of, but not really, you know. You definitely, yeah, do, absolutely, you know? yeah. Um, you know that that's like, oh, it's it's like, uh, you know, when in uh, in uh, my cousin Vinny. So you know, we learn the forms in school, and then we turn around, and then we go and we learn sitting procedure. We learn in uh, in in court, you know. Yeah, it's all on the work training. It's like working in a restaurant and stuff like that. And that's how great Fox is. I mean, I've been here. I my day job is doing audio, so I mic up the anchors and the guests when they come in the studio, and then. For the big events, uh, like next week, I'm going down for the Patriot Awards, which is in Fort Lauderdale, to, to do that. So I'm here on the, you know, behind the camera, mic- micing people up for, like, say, the elections or the big debates when Trump was having with Megyn Kelly and all that stuff. Right. So I've been a fly on the wall for a lot of that stuff. <laughs> and so it's, it, you know, that's exciting. And then at the same time, then I'm crossing the camera. It's almost like the upstairs, downstairs, where if I'm, say, the health, because I'm behind the camera, and then I, you know, put a jacket on and go in front of the camera and say something silly or make people laugh and then leave, you know, it's, 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 a, I wear several hats sometimes and it's, it's been nice so far. Right. Right. And you're talking about, uh, you know, uh, the Patriots next week and everything else was, you know, today is a uh, veterans day. So big shout out to our veterans out there. Thank you. Yeah. And I'd like to also thank everybody for their service and, you know, and especially in this day and age, I think people need to hear, you know, all, all forms of, you know, um, armed forces or even just, um, you know, law enforcement and first responders, everybody. My mother was an RN growing up. So I have a huge amount of respect for all law enforcement and, um, the army soldiers and sailors and Marines and as well as air force and, uh, you know, EMS and everybody. Absolutely. And their families, because they pay that bill, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And their families who go through yeah. just as much as they do. Yeah. And I, I, and I know how much I know how much John tries to give to, to the, the veterans and everything else, too. So I, I yeah, love he's that. so great. It's great. He, you know, he, he does the same. He does that. And he's very supportive of that. And he tries to he support our military, which is fabulous. I love all that kind of a thing. You know, so and you have a great cast in this. So so if you were to give a synopsis of Poker Run, you know, the idea is you guys are all of a sudden you professional card players, hustlers. What are you? Well, it, it ends right when the first movie begins, so we get the two, the two uh, big, big uh, tiny Needham and uh, and his father. They, 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 the two of them grab us and they make us a double or nothing bet, and that's what John Schneider ends up saying. Wait a minute, you know the money I just won. He puts up and in the, in the the double the bet is to play a uh, you know one hand of poker, and this will do it. So and then he gets everybody because we're just literally chasing after him. So it gets everybody stopped in the middle of the road, and he says, "How about double or nothing?" And then you know it's. It's an offer we can't refuse, so we end up going on this outrageous kind of uh, you know uh, race and run to try to, to do this to win. I think it's a half a million dollars. I forget what the what the what the pool is finally in it, but so that that really is the MacGuffin, as they say, or the impetus to get us to go from A to B. And then it's you know a blast and the adventures of us trying to get to each location. You see that next card. Ah, oh, gotcha, gotcha. No, no clam chowder in Boston, huh? <laughs> no, no, exactly. We got stopped halfway before we got on the interstate. Exactly. Right. You know, I, I love that. I mean, you know, the adventure and the part of it is, is kind of going into that and everything else. And, you know, and you, and you got Wayne Douglas Morgan and Jeff Caperton and all these cats in it, you know, and. and it's yeah, so much, there's so many people, so many, so many uh, cameos. We, we've had we've had a bunch of them in, on the show, you know, and everything else. It is. And we're going to have more. Uh, more of the cast on the show, but I really love the fact that, you know, kind of bringing back the old tongue-in-cheek fun humor and laughing at yourself. I think that's a huge, huge thing is, you know, you can laugh at yourself as well as anything else. And that I think that's, you know, if you bump on your ass, you know, well, whatever, you know, right? Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think nowadays, you know, um, comedy has gotten so sophisticated or just so almost like narcissistic or so bitter. Um, people are just so cynical. Or it's nice to have something that's kind of lighthearted, easy. It's fun. You know, there's, uh, you know, there's car chases. There's a lot of eye candy. Getting back to those kind of like 
genre things that we loved, you know, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, those kind of things we grew up with. It's a great throwback to those those era films that we were talking about at the beginning of this. And it's really fun to have something that's not going to be just so, like, time-consuming or completely committed. It's it's lighthearted. You don't have to invest so much, and you get a laugh out of it. You feel good. It's funny. It's it's fun for the whole family, which is, which is you know, I mean, there, there might be some blue language, which isn't too severe. But for the most part, it's, it's, it's just, it's fun. It's good old-fashioned, like you said, just just that stuff I think we need in this day and age, the escapism that everyone's looking for. Yeah, and, and that's an important thing, I think. Uh, all the movies John makes out there, you know, you can bring your family to. So, you know, you're going to hear anything on the street. You're going to hear, you know, he's not, he's, there's not a whole lot of foul language or anything he makes. Absolutely. Know? So, I mean, you know, uh, and gosh, I was a kid when I saw Smokey. So, I mean, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but, I mean, it was PG or whatever. But I, and I think that's the biggest, and everything's PG today. So, I mean, yeah. you know, that that's the thing also. I think that, you know, you can take your kids to see it. You know, I mean, he's, he does everything from Christmas movies to these kind of movies. And any teenager is going to be into this type of deal, as well as, you know, kids like you and I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, 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 it's no, and it's not subversive either. There's no agenda per se. He's not trying to tell you about this. Career. It's just it's you check everything at the door. You know, you get a grab back, grab some popcorn or whatever or drink and you sit back and you just laugh and it's fun. It's almost like movie night. And that's 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 like what we really need nowadays to just not have everything be so heavy. Right. And these these movies he makes like Christmas cars, you said a Christmas movie. Um, I mean, he's doing stuff on the side, Hallmark stuff as well. Um, uh, you know how, how his catalog, if he's yeah, still yeah. you know doing all these great movies and stuff, and then the stuff he does himself. You know these homages to Smokey and the Bandit and now Cannonball Run. It's just fun and it's great and it's it calls back to that era of the Charles Durnings and all that. Those great character actors that he worked with and you know knew well and it's just you know it's it's nice to be reminded of that era and, and that people got along and it was fun it was lighthearted and it was stuff that everybody the, the whole family can go see and participate in and, and, and i know you have to go because i know you're on a really tight schedule and you mentioned charles durning by the way who was a legit war hero and yes he was he, he escaped the battle of uh, malmody the uh, the uh in the uh uh Battle all the bullets there. Yeah. There was a massacre of Malady. And, and, you know, he, he was, he was he one was, of the people who escaped that. He was 100 yards away from Big Burt, Burt Reynolds' dad. Yeah. And, it's, and he's a guy who, talking about getting into stuff a little later in life, he didn't start acting until the 60s when he was well into his 40s or, right, you, know, right. um, so you, you know, doing theater in New York and stuff like that. So he had a fun, he has a phenomenal, if anybody wants to go look up his, his history and what he dealt with growing up and stuff, it's it's pretty incredible, his war record. And then also just growing up and he had a lot of illness in the family and he had to yeah. take care of his siblings. And he, I think he worked at a brothel. And it's, yeah, he, it's, he, it's a, he has an amazing story. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and the greatest scene ever was watch NCIS when he plays the war hero from World War II. But anyway, oh, yeah. I, I like him as Doc Hopper in the Muppet movie. I'm a little more like, hey, that. how you doing? I'm Doc Hopper. Nothing, you know, nothing, frog legs. Yeah, not, nothing like when they sit there, they pull back his thing and show his, uh, you know, uh, his bronze star and his silver star and his medal of honor. Yeah, and absolutely. Of yeah. Goes. But all right, look, so, anyway, yeah. so where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, Dion Baia, D-I-O-N-B-A-I-A. Uh, you can get me on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, Twitter. Uh, I've also got two books out. One's called Blood in the Streets, and that's basically a 70s cop movie. If you like movies like Bullet, uh, French Connection, Dirty Harry especially, Kojak, uh, that book is for you, and that's on Amazon or anywhere you get books for paperback, ebook, and audiobook. And then my new one, it's called Morris P.I., The Men from Ice House 4, and that's basically an Indiana Jones beats Tim Burton's Batman or Chinatown or LA Confidential if you like 
good gritty uh, thrillers, historical fictions, uh, film noir, uh, hard boiled detective. You can get that as well, and that's also available on Amazon as an ebook, uh, audio book, and paperback. Will you come back on and talk about this? I'd love to have you back on again, man. I know you're on a super tight schedule. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, just you have my number, so just call me up, and yeah, I, I would love this. Is, this has I, been you know, fun, and I would love to continue talking film and stuff and TV and all this fun stuff. And I want to talk about your books as well. I mean, look, it's been such a pleasure having you on, man. Um, no, it's been my absolute pleasure. Poker, poker runs out. Orange Friday, as John called it, which is Black Friday, I guess, for everybody else. Yeah, November the 26th. And November the 26th. Sixth. I'm um, looking forward to everybody checking it out, man. Go check you out John Schneider. You can get Schneider. it on uh, johnschneiderstudios.com and you can get it Cineflix DOD. You can stream it there. Cineflix DOD. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, Dion Baia, it's been such a pleasure having you on, brother. I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time. And you and I are going to come back for a second part of this. Uh, that'd be great. Thank you so much for your time and thank you and have a great day. Lifebox Media Channel, we are out.